0: You're listening to one-on-one with DP brought to you by Mary Ellen's food for the soul on 93.7, the ticket and the ticket
1: Welcome back to one-on-one Barry Thompson, the coach sitting in folks of Ambition electric, making it happen uh, with Barry Thompson. I Barry, I was telling Mark the story that Again, being under bad leadership can take good talent and turn it into bad football. And then at, outside of that, we're driving folks and we're driving folks and driving folks. And again, on teams that won two and eight, two and eight produced 17 military officers because of the stuff done away from the game in spite of bad coaching. Then I remember calling you when we got into basketball season. And I called Barry and I said, You aren't going to believe what i just saw and i tried to explain it to him and barry kind of grasped okay it's a little different than some of the same kids who struggled at football we get them for basketball and in a pretty prominent program but the program won district titles but they never won region or state and they walk out of the gym and barry thompson texts me he goes what is that what is going on sorry
0: to interrupt you there was one kid in particular but I saw stand out all this personality, and I go, who is that? And he says, that's the tight end on the – I go, no way. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kid
1: that we would whisper to – like I would whisper because the the, the the lead coaches, they were negative. They, they weren't – they were disconnected, and I would whisper to them to get them – just to get them through the football season because they recognized that they weren't being let. And so the leadership that Barry and I were responsible for – was getting them through the season on to greater. Like, just to get them through the season. And I would whisper, you're greater than the people who are leading you. Never forget that. Like, you're. I want you to live a greater life than mine. I want you to, to, to go higher. I want you to do more. And these are – like, think about it. That our starting left tackle and our starting tight end both went to the Air Force Academy. And yeah. and the, the tight end was the best player in the state. Yeah. And we yeah. said that it was our job – to lead them to greater than where they were to keep them true to the game and and, and their passion for it. And it happened. You left that program because the players recognized that they weren't being led by the the head guy. And when you moved on, I don't know, weird thing happened. You go to two schools and they win three state titles. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. like
1: it's just like it's yeah. the craziness and you know the kids going to Penn and they're going to Virginia and they're going to Alabama right. and they're going to all these places and you go that's what we're here for is to right. guide them to the better life by making better personal decisions and not accepting less in their situation and circumstance
0: right and and you even on those fields sometimes you'll you'll, um, the difference is sometimes you'll run into the same, you'll run into something that's not right. But the difference is on those fields, the ones you talk about winning, uh, the coaches are open enough that when they hear something that's right, they go, okay. And there's no stubbornness to it. Yep. You know, I remember I was at another school and, uh, there was a, this one situation on most fields, I probably, I probably should have been fired, uh, because it was, it, it wasn't, it was, I was correct, but I, it, I did it completely wrong. So we were on an offense just to give you an example, uh, of how it happens in the good environments I've been in. Um, this was a team that was rolling through the state and kind of a lower, uh, ESPN 100 schedule. Like, it, it wouldn't have taken this squad another season to be, like, on ESPN. Uh, that August game, that's where this was kind of headed. And um, so they're scoring about 40, 45 points a game. And the head coach came, and they were two platoons. And the head coach came, and his defensive guy. He came down to the offensive end, and he said, I got this great idea, and, you know, and, and believe me, just it involved taking the ball out of the hands of the best passer in the state and passing the ball to the best receiver in the state
1: mm-hmm.
0: and passing the ball to the second best receiver in the state. And that was a form that seemed all wrong to me. So he told it to the offensive coordinator, I overheard it. And when the offensive coordinator turned, they both turned and walked away. The coordinator coming to me, I confronted, I said right there in the coordinator's face and go, we're not doing that. And he looked at me, I said, until he comes back and tells me, why I want to take the ball out of the best, pass to the best hands in the state and not pass to the best catcher in the state. I said, we're not to spend a single rep on that. And the offensive coordinator who was related to the head coach looked at me and he paused for a second and we didn't spend a second on it. Now knowing that there are conversations that can take place after practice to the head coach's credit, he never came back at me. But that's the difference on being a, on fields like that, because it was the right thing. It wasn't needed. It wasn't necessary, right? Mm-hmm. And and the coach can speak up and say that's not right. We're not doing it, right? And and you know, sort of like, hey, I'm the boss and you do what I say, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, that, you know what I mean? Like I'm the head coach. and I've been on those fields too.
1: One of my favorite. Like, one of my favorite Barry Thompson stories. Uh, we're we're on the we're on the bad program. And what happened was, so the head coach had been a part of a successful program as a, as an assistant, and he got the head coach a coaching job, and he brought a along defensive assistant, a d- defensive. Defensive assistant uh, coach and coordinator. And he he, but he you know he he's a certain kind of guy. Um, he's the t- prototypical coach, football coach you see in movies, right? He's that dude, um, kind of basic, hard nosed. Uh, a couple of things about him is that like the dude would show up practice with like holes in his shoes. And he's supposed to lead us. Like the, you, 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 want kids who are going to Air Force Academies to be followed by a guy who doesn't have the discipline to to, to take care of his shoes and do that sort of stuff. But one day we're at a, we're we're we we're, were at we were this is a scrimmage, and Barry and I were I was the receivers coach, he was the quarterbacks coach, and we're going through our progressions of how we want things done. And then one of the assistants who was the best friend of the head coach came over and said, uh, "We've been doing I've been doing this twenty years. We don't do that here." And, and, and I looked at, I I looked at him and then I looked at Barry and the look on Barry's face was basically, uh, the thing where somebody just, somebody just peed in your pool. (laughs) Like, and I don't mean from the pool, I mean, standing on on the, on the edge of the pool. And I did what I do, which was, I walked over to that coach and gave him 40 verbal lashes and walked away. Barry never moved. He was he was stilled by this. And he goes, What did what just happened? And I said, that was the identification of who we were as coaches and as a program. And Barry and I swore that we would never ever do what that coach did. And so from that point forward, we coached differently. The players saw it. The players appreciated it. And as Tomlin said, he runs to coaching, where players run to coaching too.
0: They do. Absolutely they do. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. That that, that is and that's true. Yeah, that's true
1: on the university level. That's true on the power five level. That yeah. that that in the Big Ten, players run to coaches. Guys who yeah. are going to coach them. Not guys who are gonna placate them. Like cause those dudes will get you fired. Those play-K dudes will get you fired. It's the coaches that get run to where players who are coachable, they want to be led, uh, they want to be directed, those players are there. Is that still a statement of truth as far as you watching things uh, from 10,000 feet?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, and I guess it speaks a little bit about the retention from a business standpoint. right? I was talking to somebody um, about this the other day. It was a guy who is beginning to train quarterbacks and he came up and working on the camps and he's been effusive with his praise and so forth. And he was asking me about, you know, just my approach. And he was describing his approach. And I said, well, listen, it's real simple with me. I said, when somebody, and I'll take this to the broader point, when in this day and age, when somebody chooses out of all the options that everybody has today, chooses to spend their time and the resources with me, I believe I have an obligation, first and foremost, to make sure that they feel that that time is valuable. And the way that I can deliver that value is I've got to find a way to move them forward and up. We use that phrase a lot. So the fact that I'm teaching them how to throw the football play position, it's, it's really just a byproduct. And it's, it's how I'm doing it, right? And so when that's done, then all of a sudden you're getting results and players can coming back year after year after year. Um, and like I said, in our area, they have a lot of different choices of where they can go. They don't have to come train with me. They can go somewhere else. They're in college. They have buddies around. They can go do this or go do that or, you know, but they, they always find the time to come to the field, come to the field, come to the field. And, Yes, they, they run towards that coaching because when they do show up the field, you know, they will be coached. Like, I don't, you know, I about three weeks ago, a couple guys were getting lazy about showing up on time. You know what I mean? And I let them know that, you know, you don't do that over there. Don't do it here to me. I'm a coach. You know, so, yeah, the, the players just run to it because they want to get better. One of the things I think that's missed sometimes misunderstood with players is when they show up for a season, right? They come out for basketball, they're coming out for football, whatever it is. They're there for a reason. They're not just there because they didn't have anything else to do that day. So there's a certain level of commitment that's already there, right? That by them showing up. Yeah. So then it becomes, okay, so now what am I going to do with you while you're here? Am I going to dog cuss you and tell you what you can't do? Or I'm going to show you what your value is to this thing that we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a simple proposition. Which way is this going to go? Right. You know, and, and it just seems to me that the, the more winning part is to find a way to, 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 to find their value to what's going on. And that's why I say with a lot of these good coaches, successful coaches, and I think, Coach Tomlin referred to it. He talked about managing the collective. Uh, I'd like to hear him talk about a lot more about managing men, but you can see that reflected in that interview of the men that he has had that he has managed, like they're, they're, you know, Ryan's reverence for him. And if you any of these good coaches that are successful over time, go talk to their players. They, they, they're bright, they're intelligent and they, they revere the coach. Because of how he managed them, how he managed their development, how he managed them in the tough times and how he managed them in the good times, right? That structure, right? That, that thing that he constantly gave them those guideposts were always true and authentic to them. And when they step outside that, they, they realize that it's not always like that in the world, but they've been infected with enough of it that they go on and do quality things and they're quality people. And it's, um, You know, you and I, and guys who talk about coaches this way, have been blessed with one, two, three people, four or five people who have been provided that, those two things. I believe in you and let you know, hey, this is the right way, that's the wrong way, and I'm not going to let you do the wrong way because you're too good for that. Repeat that, yeah, I think you,
1: Repeat that, please. Repeat yeah. that, please. I just I, I, like people miss it, and I don't Sometimes care what. Sometimes you I, have
0: to take me, D.P., Because <laughs> well, 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 This is the, the thing. The two things. The two things. The two things. I believe in you. Yeah. Right. And and here's the right way and the wrong way. And I think too much of you to allow you to do something wrong. Right. You're you're better than this. Go this way. Right. And that's when the quote discipline comes in. The discipline isn't just to get you to snap like a, you know, Pavlov's dog. The discipline is to show you that you you the discipline is to continue on this path, to do these things this way. That's the discipline. And when you veer from it, I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm going to I'm going to do my best to get you back on track and I'm going to show you how good that path is, how many bright, sunny things are in that direction. Right? That's the discipline. And um, you know, and it's it's not the same for everybody, right? You know the different people, and so you have to sometimes engage them differently to get them to go on the same path. You know, talk about you know that one school when I had that 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 JV team uh, that the biggest guy on the team, right? I had to I had to go a different path, to, you know, to, to to talk with him. I talked with him in a way that I didn't talk with anybody on the team. Yep. Yeah, set so of circumstances different than anybody on the team, but it was all an effort to get him to be a part of the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, be, because that's what he needed.
1: He needed to be you a know, part like, of that structure and that needed those rules and those boundaries first
0: and foremost to get his priorities in order. Whew. Right? You know, the so son of an educator,
1: uh, the son of an educator. Yeah. You know, six yeah. foot seven, big. You know, we won. We you won points every day getting off the bus with this kid. Yeah, But he yeah. had not made the decision to be his best version. And yeah. he needed that around him. It's, it's funny too, Barry. We'll throw it to break. It's funny. Today's draft day. And people yeah. talk about – and the whole Tomlin thing for me was very appropriate for today in that when mm-hmm. people talk about all the scouting reports and all the things that uh, are happening with these players, but the two things that you talked about – That there is an organization and a boss who is today is going to tell these kids, I believe in you and that I will guide you with right and wrong if you're willing to follow. And I tell you, to a player, in their pre-draft interviews, the decision to draft or not draft fell bad directly on whether the coach and the organization felt like this young person could come to their organization and follow the boundary to greater. It's just that important. They're all talented, but are they willing to be coached for the greater good of themselves and the organization? We're going to find out a lot of those stories tonight. When people drop – it means the person thought they knew more than the people who was going to guide him. And that's a big deal in this thing. Uh, Barry with we'll Torred Break. We'll come back more. We'll finish up one-on-one. We'll find out what Barry's eating or what he's cooking. We'll do that next.
0: Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.